and we are back. Welcome back, everyone, to the post-game overtime podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon, and with Will here, uh, how are we feeling today? Oh, we're feeling pretty good. Almost as good as the record-breaking Boston Bruins, baby. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you were gonna. You're gonna uh, dive in straight at that, but yeah, um, we'll lead with that, man. You know, no, how yeah, much of a diehard should. Bruins fan I am. I've never been a bigger fan other than the Rockets. Or, I mean, the the Kraken, the Flames, um, the Port Alberni Bulldogs. Really, every other team. But you know me, I'm a huge Bruins fan. You are, and you got you got good connections to there as well. So, I've been to a few games. That's pretty much all the connections you need. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Boston set the NHL record with their 63rd win of the season. Um, just I, like just an incredible, like we, even when we when we talked about them before, we said you know even if they after they started off as good, we said okay, well, they can still lose or go on some losing streaks near the end of the season and they'll be fine. But they never really did end up really going through much losses. They kind of just stayed you know, going upward all season long, pretty much. Which is good, because you never want to see a team like that cool off right before the playoffs. That's always a bit of a concerning look, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, you, like, you want to be hot and, and everything going right, going into the playoffs, and uh, Boston's done that all year, so there's no signs of them slowing down anytime. I think we're going to do more hockey later in the week. I just figured I'd go hot off the top with the Bruins reference. No, that was that was a good way to go. Here we can we can redo that intro. Tell me how. Ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing? Not as good as, or unfortunate as well as my Seattle Sea Dragons. We'll go right into the XFL. Yeah, took a tough loss to the DC Defenders, but a close game. A close game. It was a very big close Danuch game. Big put up very some yards. Game. Put up three hundred passing yards. Can I get a Danucci or what? Yeah, I'm just I'm just pulling up the stats here as well, just so I can. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Dance. Yeah, he had a yeah he had a good game. Yeah, wow. It's gonna be really tough if we end up uh, missing the playoffs. I I definitely think it's Seattle's looking tough the top now. Team in that league, but they just kind of got off to too slow of a start to the season. But yeah, man, it's it's showing to be an exciting league. Um, statistically, do they still have a chance? Uh they yeah, they most they definitely eliminated do. yet, but they'll need they'll need uh, some luck for sure. Because they, because well, they the the determining game I think could be uh, Sunday when they play the Battle Hawks. Yeah, big divisional matchup there, and then it really come down to this. It'll probably end up coming down to that game, honestly. Yeah, I'm just pulling because up. Realistically, uh, week ten, Seattle should beat Vegas, and um, St. Louis is playing Orlando, so both of those should be easy wins. So it will really come down to that head-to-head. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, both Pull teams have relatively easier. Easier uh, week ten game, so yeah, this is probably probably the the game that could determine it. I'd say this is the best football league ever created. I don't. I don't know. Oh, actually, they did. There is an improvement. You can uh, you can now get replica jerseys on their website. Let's go. They heard us. That was because of us. I mean, we were just saying it like last week. 
Hell is because of us. They heard. But, they, do you think? Do I want to hear, no, no, hear how shit this is? No, no. Don't hear how shit this is. Reach out to us. Our Instagram is. Yeah, sorry. Go for it. It's not even. Um, like you can't get your like you just you get a replica one. Hey, that's close enough. So it's a jersey, and it just it just has the number twenty three on them, no name. So you can get that one. Or you can get for all teams. The other jersey option is number fifty-four, and it's D. Dot Johnson. And do love a good Dwayne. And you can't. And you can't. Dwayne jersey. Yeah, so you can basically get a Dwayne Johnson jersey or one that just says twenty-three. Are you not riding the Dwayne jersey or what? <laughs> I think that's just so weird. Okay, the Roughnecks kind of have a sick jersey. Same with the uh, Vipers. Seattle reminds me too much of Denver. But you know how big of a Russell Wilson fan I am. Broncos Nation, let's ride. San Antonio ones kind of look like Vegas Golden Knights, kind of. The dark kind of gray with the the gold stripes. Yeah, I could see that. Sea Dragons is just so out there compared to the rest. Yeah, you know, I just love the bright team. orange. They, just, they really struggle stylistically sometimes. Yeah. Okay, the Houston jerseys are sick. The Houston's? Oh, Houston's are great. That's a gorgeous sweater. I think they look very good. The uh, DC just looks exactly like the 49ers. Yeah. 49ers ripoff. Arlington's Arlington looks sick. like I like that color jersey. scheme. It does, yeah. Vipers? They look good. Yeah. Good luck. They're definitely the the plainest I I think out of them, but like it's it's honestly a sleek design though. Like it works. It's a really sleek design. The it works. Orlando reminds me too much of a college team. Oregon, I think. Yeah, I I see I see what you're getting at. It's the green on green just doesn't do it for me. St. Louis could even be a hockey jersey. That's a good jersey. It's it's basic. It's basic. I mean, Saint, when I look at St. Louis, it just reminds me of like a CFL jersey. Yeah, that's that's like, that's like something you'd see in the CFL. San Antonio, they're not bad. I like them. I, I actually Seattle. like them. I like I like that Seattle. I mean, I, I like it because I'm, I'm a Seattle fan. But like, you're a diehard rider, die day one big fan. You know, but they could be better. Hey, like I'm not saying they're bad. Hey. I'm not. Hey. I'm not saying they're hey. bad. Hey. Enough saying. of that. Enough of that, Brandon. Enough. Are you of that. are you happy with them? I think they're the greatest jersey ever created. Oh, you just said they struggled stylistically. Yeah, and they overcame it with the jersey. Listen to my words, you fool. No, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you can buy jerseys now. So that is that is a thing there. Um, yeah, well, so week nine, well, them, uh, big Roughnecks fights. and Vipers. Yeah, do we want to do a quick little, uh, quick we little parlay here? Yeah, we should do a quick hit here. The other games don't matter as much. I think everything's pretty much determined. It's really like the Seattle-St. Louis game is the big one for, uh, for, well, for I, this I think game. Arlington's still trying to get in there. It's still between Arlington and the Brahmas, I think. 
I think Arlington's pulled away a little bit, though. They definitely have pulled. Yeah, away. They're, yeah, they're they're four and four, and the Brahmas are two and six. So. And playing the defenders, although the defenders have clinched, you never know if they put in backups. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that that one will kind of be interesting. I think. I think either way, I think Arlington does get in. So. Yeah. It's just kind of that that Seattle St. Louis go down. Yeah, that's that's going to be the big one. Uh, the nine a.m. morning game. Uh, That'll be exciting. Too bad I'm working. I'll have to get updates on my phone somehow. For which game? The uh, St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis Orlando. Fuck, I'm so dumb. I'm looking at the wrong week here. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm a little stupid sometimes. All right, we got the noon Sunday game. I can I can catch that. I can catch that. That's going to be a huge game. I'd say probably the biggest of the year. Probably the biggest football yeah. game in history of the sport. Yeah. Might might be bigger than the Super Bowl, honestly. Oh, easily. Easily. Might. Easily. Might. Remember, this is regular might. season, folks. This is the yeah. premier football league in America. Um, Yeah, no, I'm really excited for that one. Obviously, we're riding with our Sea Dragons here. That's yeah. a no-shit statement. Uh. I think Arlington defenders still win. I think DC still wins. DC still wins. San Antonio, they just, they Orlando. Stay hot. San Antonio, I think still wins because I think they're. I think so. They they're desperate. They need it. Yeah, Orlando's already. I think already Houston won. should be able to pull away a victory from uh, yeah. Vegas. Although you never know if Houston is sitting some starters, seeing as that they've clinched. But but I think they're still, much. and they still want to win to keep home. I mean. I'm not. I'm not. I was gonna shit on the XFL a bit, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna stay clear of that. Good on you. That's maturity. That's maturity within the team. So our uh, for 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 the folks at home, the PGO parlay of the week for the XFL, the Premier Football League, is Seattle, DC, San Antonio, and Houston. I like it. That's that's the big four for the week, folks. Uh, some huge UFC recently, the uh, Pereira Adesanya yeah. rematch, or technically their fourth fight in their series, took place over the last weekend. Did, were you able to catch it by chance? Um, I not live, but I was able to watch highlights of it all. So I was actually I was looking look, look, look. wild, like it was insane. Yeah, it started late enough and was at the bar right next to the comedy club I was playing that night. So right after I got off stage, I was able to sit down and watch the whole fights. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, top to bottom. So Rosas, unfortunately, was not able to pull away with the victory. He uh, he showed quite good quite good uh, skill in the first round, but it was a lot of pace more than skill. Um, and then he completely gassed out. Christian Rodriguez really proved... How how good he was showing amazing wrestling and ground game, especially against a ground quote unquote protege like Paul Rosas Jr. It was a really amazing performance from Christian Rodriguez. Kevin Holland came away with the last second KO. I thought he was personally losing on the cards. I saw some people say otherwise, but I thought he was down to zip going into uh the third round, but came away with that late knockout. Uh Pazanibio argued a bit, but I think it was a good stoppage by the ref, and uh, he was wobbling. Rob Font went in performance of the night with a killer knockout against Adrian Yanez. Were you able to see that highlight, at least? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did see that one. 
That one was incredible. That was that um, was the one in the first round, right? Yeah, that was the one in the first yeah. round. That was, although we uh, lost it on the Paul Rosas Jr. fight with the parlay, the Rob Font was the one that uh, really kind of sealed the deal on our parlay, busting hard. Yeah. Uh, Maz Vidal, who uh, I was thinking was going to get an upset victory, ended up losing the decision win to Burns and retiring, which honestly, yeah, after I wasn't expecting I was that. Call. I thought Burns just looked a lot faster and uh, a lot more. Uh, I don't know if it was just me or Maz Vidal did look a little bigger in this fight. Was that just me? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't notice enough. And then uh, obviously you saw. But if you, but if you, if you think that knockout. if you think you saw that he looked a little little bigger, I'll believe you. Well, that's what I saw. I'll but, I'll yeah. hype you up on it. I did oh, I did see the Adesanya uh, knockout. That I saw that one many. Was that not? That that was incredible. That was an exciting fight from start to finish. Ex- incredibly technical striking match. Uh, a lot of kicks from Pereira. Going into that one, uh, especially in the first round. The second round, they definitely saw them open up a little more, brawl a little more, which against Pereira, especially admittedly being an Izzy fan, we are, or at least I am at this podcast. It was uh, very nerve wracking seeing those brawling exchanges. It was, um, yeah. You know, anytime you're close with a striker like Pereira, you're, oh, oh shit, oh shit. And then uh, Izzy, was able, Izzy was able to kind of play possum a little bit. And then able to connect with those two hooks and knock him out. Okay, did you see him play dead? Did you see the the story behind that? Um, I did see it. I don't fully know if there's like a backstory or anything to it. Or oh, sir, there's a backstory. Okay. So you know how they had fought like even long before in kickboxing. Yeah. And uh, Izzy got knocked out cold. So this was like years ago. And after the fight, when they're announcing the winner, Pereira's son came up beside Izzy and played dead, like flopped dead. Jeez. So Izzy literally, after knocking out his dad, found his son in the crowd, like Pereira's son, and fucking did what he did to him those years ago. Holy shit. How's this kid? I don't know, but I think the kid was like eight at the time of doing it originally. <laughs> I think he's only like 14 now and was crying when it happened. <laughs> okay, I mean, just went I mean, like, you never want, you never want to, like, you never want to, like, laugh at, like, kids' misery or something, but that's pretty funny. The fact that he also waited for, like, what, like, five, six, seven years later. Yeah, and, and like, he held on to that, like, he used that basically as motivation. Yeah, he also had that that's, really sick celebration nice. of firing the three arrows after his three losses. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was also very good. That was an amazing yeah, that, matchup. Yeah, that speaking, was nuts. That was, speaking yeah, of that was amazing, amazing matchups, uh, we have the amazing Max Holloway stepping into the octagon to Saturday night, probably the night this episode comes out. Um, Max I'm per- personally, he's one of my favorite fighters. Has been for the longest time. His uh, fight with Poirier was one of my favorite fights of all time, and uh, one I remember fondly. But him taking on Arnold Allen, an up and comer in the division. What are we thinking about this fight? Um, 
I feel, well, I, I feel like I should be asking you. I feel like you've got a lot more to say about this. Is your great deflection? You're you're a big you're well you're a big Holloway fan. So I'm a big Holloway fan, but admittedly I'm biased. I uh, obviously I think yeah. Holloway's going to win. He's coming from I believe a nine month layoff. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. And also, I don't really know much about Allen's. I, I I know the name. I know he's been coming up in the division and whatnot. I'm just throwing up his uh, record. He's 19 and one. Looks like he's riding, Ooh. and the one was very early in his career, so it looks like he's riding quite the UFC win streak. Um, this will be a good test for him. Nine fight win streak. His last fight being okay. against uh, Dan or Calvin Katar and then uh, Dan Hooker and Sadiq Youssef, Nick Lenz, Gilbert Melendez. So definitely some names in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This is going to be amazing. This is uh. This I think will be a really exciting fight. Obviously, Arnold Allen having a lot of uh, TKOs and KOs recently. His last mm-hmm. two fights coming uh, in early stoppages or at least. Round one, round two, respect or non-respectively, Hooker was uh, round one, and uh, before that, quite a few decisions. But he's been on a bit of a knockout street streak as of recent, so it'll be exciting to see how he does five rounds against Holloway. It's looking like he's never gone over three rounds in the UFC, so oh, it'll be interesting okay. to see how uh, how the fight goes, especially if Holloway is able to get him into those deep waters, especially if he's up in the cards. So that's going to yeah. be very exciting. We kind of know, everyone knows Holloway's history coming off those losses to Volkanovski. Um, had the win against Rodriguez and Kadar. But yeah, it's never really able to get it done against Volk, unfortunately. Yeah. But that that's not a knock against him. Like, it's definitely not. But, yeah. I mean, I've. I'm looking forward to it, at least. Watching Holloway is always a good time, especially when I know how much you're always rooting for him as well. Oh, man, he's he's one of the best. And I think it's uh, he's one of the best that that division's ever seen. He's uh, he's put on amazing performance performances in almost every fight he's ever been in. And he's come back from losses like nobody's business. And his losses have almost always been exciting. Uh, you know, you think yeah. about his most recent one to Poirier, like that was just an incredible fight, one that surely will go in the uh, Hall of Fame when it's older. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, no, I, I, I just am very excited for this fight. Great matchup. My money's on Holloway. I don't think there's much of a uh, PGO parlay coming on here. Something to mention, Tanner Boser, a Canadian, Ooh-hoo. is taking on Iwan uh, Kutalaba. Um I'll throw up Tanner Boser's profile here. But he's he's a good Canadian boy. Uh, it says he's twenty nine and one is his record. Yeah, uh, coming off a loss, but before that had a win against Owen St. Prue, the KO. It kind of looks like he loses when it goes to decisions, but if he's able to knock him out, he does indeed knock him out. Yeah. Um, has had some great wins, uh, some really good knockouts in the UFC. But then again, like we said, some split decision losses and some decision losses. Most two recent have been split, so there's something to be said for that. And he's taken on Iwan Kutalaba. 
who either must be moving up weight classes. Did it say Boaster was a heavyweight? Um, light heavyweight, yeah. Oh, he moved down a weight class, I think. Oh, did he? I could have sworn earlier in his career he was, well, yeah, at one point he fought Cyril Gone, so at one point he was a heavyweight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says, yeah, now in light, light heavyweight. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I was like, oh man, Kuzalava must have moved up a weight class. He's been known for pulling some weird stunts, I believe, at uh, press conferences sometimes, which is always funny. Oh, there you go. And usually he ends up getting KO'd after doing that. <laughs> not, well, not naturally, right? He's coming off a three-fight losing streak, so uh, I think I'd put my money on Bolster. That's going to be an exciting fight for sure. So if we want to put together a mini PGO parlay, we could go our Canadian boy Tanner Bolster and Max Holloway. That's your PGO parlay for the week, folks, and your UFC edition. UFC veteran Clay Guida is also fighting earlier in the card. That uh, should be good. He's always He always comes for exciting fights, although he is getting quite up there in age, but still never one to put on boring performances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of wraps up... Uh, UFC, I know it's a bit of a shorter episode, but and I, I think, think we're doing also um, oh, yeah. uh, Oliveira, um, his fight that was planned an upcoming, uh, they is, has been canceled. I'm just trying to find it here. I was gonna say, was there a reason why? Oh, yeah, next, um, uh, UFC 288 on in May. Uh, I, I guess just due to injury. That's unfortunate. You never want to see a fighter uh, injured. So it sounds like they're planning to move again. Um, Dariush. Oh, that was gonna that be was so the, good. That was the co the co main for for two eighty eight. Dariush has been uh, needing that break for a while, man. He deserves it. He deserves that big fight. That's real unfortunate for him. But, but it sounds like they're, they're able to get like... him a fill-in high-value opponent. Yeah. Yeah, it said they were talking about finding a, a different date to uh, um, to, to like reschedule it and book it. But I mean, yeah, if they can find um, someone who can match up well with Dariush and still give him kind of that big spotlight fight, then. I don't see a reason why maybe not not getting someone else in there with them if if there's someone up for the for the task. Yeah, well, that'll be interesting. I I really hope he's able to find a good replacement. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see and kind of pay attention to that because that's you know coming up less than a month away. So what about three three weekends from now? Yeah, three weekends and until it so. Keep tabs. We'll keep tabs on that because that'll be yeah. interesting to see how, how they uh, go forward with that. But uh, uh, that, that, was, that was my end today. UFC Pardon? News. That was just my UFC news today. I had to bring to the table for sure. Um, any uh, any clown report news? Any clown news? I got some to to preface it. But do you have any? Okay. Um, off the top of my head, 
though. Not really. So I'm we're gonna to play a little I know game. Here. Probably was. Ooh, okay, the PGO this. original game. Yeah, what's it? And we're gonna play. Guess who tweeted this? Ooh, okay. All right. Okay, I like. All right, all right. I'm gonna read you the tweet, and we're gonna analyze the tweet a bit before we just blatantly guess. We're gonna chat about okay. it. All right. As an owner, I finally see now why it's important to make everyone know no one is bigger than the team. As a player, I always thought the opposite. What a humble approach. What a humble approach from Antonio Brown. Oh, you nailed it. How did you what know? <laughs> that was weird. The owner because, of like, the New Yorker, the Albany. What, what's their name? What's his team name even called? He's I can't, been going I, hard I on Twitter recently. Have you been following know. him? Um, Not as much lately, no. But that, that just sounds like something that he staple. would put. Well, sounds like he's maybe turned over a new leaf. You know what? Owners change your man. Ownership is yeah. ownership is uh, it's a life changing experience. Yeah, yeah. He's got a family to look after there, so as you would always say, put that shit on. Yep, yep. Put that shit on. All right, his most recent tweet. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, and now AB. Wait, what was that? And now AB. For, wait, sorry, for what though? Comparing himself to Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates. He compared himself to them. Yes. Oh, is this like near the other the timeline of the other tweet? Um. The, the, no, this is his most recent tweet. Oh. This is eight so, hours so, ago. Do you know what was one hour prior to that? What? Remember, ladies, it's easier to change your man than change to a man. Or no. Oh, fuck. I read that wrong. Remember, ladies, it's easier to change your man than change a man. Fuck. I thought that was way more inflammatory than it really was. <laughs> you know, that's better. That That's a prayer. That's a that's a relief. Um, As he would say a day like, ago, can't money stop hating. We're just pulling right past that one, Brandon. All right. All right. Got any other tweets here from him? Uh, three days ago, I'm kind of stylish. Is that from one of his songs? Probably. I think, so. I think it is. Yeah, it must be. Uh, well, well, I mean, speaking of Antonio Brown and... Uh, Kind of more the NFL side. We finally found out where Odell went, and now that kind of that kind of raised some questions that we had uh, with him signing with the Ravens as well. And I think this officially confirms Lamar Jackson sticking there at least one more season. Well, and see, and, and that's what you got to think, right? Like, why would Odell go there yeah, if if Lamar? And there's even a picture out. of them FaceTiming or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Lamar was the one that even posted them. Yeah, so it makes it's got to make you think. Maybe he's sticking yeah, around for you at know least there was one a more conversation. Year. And Which it is, is only good. one year Odell signed for when he was originally looking for 
Um, I think he was looking for more years. I think he was looking for kind of a, a three-year, four-year deal kind of set up shop somewhere with the team, but only only a one-year deal. So, all right, you ready for this? You know it, depending on what it is. They both do amazing, have great chemistry. Yeah, still want to leave the Ravens. <laughs> but do they, leave they just a go to a different deal? Well, yeah, I mean. Like even you if it's think? loose, even if it's not Probably. official, obviously you couldn't be official with it. But do you think they say, "Hey, if you're signing me, sign to him"? Yeah. Well, and like I mean, if Odell, amazing, like Odell's you, taken if like they the really light it up the way people say they can. Like if they light it up the way statistically they should be able to. You know what I mean? Yeah. In theory, if they're both everything we say they are, they should be the next Brady Moss. That should be such an amazing partnership. Why does everything just go back to Brady and Moss? With you? They're the greatest wide receiver QB matchup in history. Shut up if you ever have thought anything differently, you fool. Well, you I'm little just, fool. I'm just saying. You're a fool, Brady. Um, You're a fool. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I could see it if they do have a good year together. I think it's, you know. They could be the next if, 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 Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Well, one. Well, <laughs> If like if they like because it'll basically come down to Lamar because then they have one good year they together. Could be the next Brady they go, Hernandez. I could tell. <laughs> that was a deadly duo. To be fair. Oh but no, because then Lamar, because then Lamar can go somewhere and be like, basically do what Aaron Rodgers is doing by making all his friends go to New York just to be like, oh, I'm not coming over for a while. Like you thought. But Lamar would go there first and be like, now I'm going to bring him. So speaking of Odell, though, did you hear what came out about him uh, today? No. So and so this came out during the um, uh, press conference yesterday. From the Ravens? No. <laughs> There's a press conference on Thursday. Um, it says Odell Beckham Jr.'s prior team managed to hide the fact that Beckham had no ACL in his knee for the entire stay with the team in 2021, referring to the Rams. The Rams. Huh. So he had, he had no, no ACL in his knee. Well, good on him for playing the way he did. Yeah, he got the, he, he got the, the win in the Super Bowl. He got, his, he got his touchdown. He got his moment as well. He got the big Todd. Yeah, big Todd. Not as good as uh, Gronk and Brady's, too. <laughs> yeah. But similar to the one. We've we, we only referenced Brady now, like, 20 times. You gotta do, oh, you got to do it 60 more. You know why? 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. There we go, folks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Just end it right on that. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. we, we can. I mean, I guess because we're, we're gonna we're planning to sit down later this week, later this week, and kind of do more of a, a deep dive in the NHL playoffs that are coming up. Just because we're at the time of this recording, there's still uh, one matchup that, or I guess yeah, two that are undetermined. So I think we're kind of we just waiting for NHL, that. NHL, we'll be doing a whole bracket and everything. Maybe we'll try and do a full bracket prediction. Yeah. 
Ooh, see, cool. see who can get the closest. Maybe we should make your little friendly wager. That's something we can work on. Um, yeah. real well, quick, Brandon, thinking, have you been drinking we're... anything recently? I have before. I'm just gonna say this quickly before I before I get to that. Um, yeah. What? What? Uh, at least what I think we're planning to do is. Um, so every year on the NHL website, they do their bracket challenge um, on there. So I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna set up uh, a post game overtime. Um, kind of bracket thing in there so then any anyone can go and submit their brackets in there we can uh submit ours so then we can kind of and then it keeps track based on like how accurate yours is to what actually happens then it makes that so that's a good way to keep track of a friendly wager between us and maybe some other people out there you never know but i have but i think i have been drinking wait let's start again let's start again okay Hey, Brandon. Hi. Have you been drinking anything today? I have, actually. What would that be? I've drank a lot of water today. Do you ever put anything in that water, like powder? Something to flavor it? Perhaps give you Well, I was going to say, I I was pretty tired earlier today. So I did pop some dubby in. My bottle. You with my water. I did. I did. What I, flavor? It is beach and peach. It is very good. It is very good. I will say that. You must have been jittery, no? <laughs> you sound like a fucking guy from like a radio on like the radio in like the sixties. Yeah, that's the whole goal, you dickhead. Oh. <laughs> I mean, no, I was just. I okay. Anyways. Uh, no, I have had no jitters and no crash. I'm still very full of energy. And that's why I have so much pep right now. So much pep in your step. Actually, Dubby's been getting me through the last week at work. Been doing a lot of 5 a.m. shifts. You sometimes scoop a little bit of Dubby in there a few hours in. You wage that war on big energy, folks. Fight the war against big energy. If you go over to any of our social medias and you hop in the link in the bio... Not only will it show you all of our Spotify's, Apple Music, anywhere where you can find podcasts, but it also gives you a link to Dubby so they know we sent you. You head over there, yeah. type in code PGO at checkout. That's right, code folks. Three simple letters, code PGO, and that gets you 10% of your, off your entire order. Make sure to type that in also so they know we sent you and drink Dubby, folks. You can also find that link on any of our social medias. Check us out and get in contact with us there. Instagram and TikTok is at PGO show. Uh, Twitter is at PG overtime and YouTube is post game overtime. Post game is one word. Nice. I think those are all right. Correct. Got me a little hot and bothered there. Listen, to that. oh no. Yeah. You, you smashed them as always. Oh, um, you flirt big, too much. big update. We for sure. Um, know who in the NHL finished uh, dead last with the best odds to get the first overall pick in the draft coming up this year. The San Jose Sharks. Nope. It is their other California buddy, um, the Anaheim Anaheim Ducks. Ducks, Good, sir. They're beating out the Blackhawks, though. So Blackhawks have a realistic chance of scooping up Bedard. The Blackhawks? I mean, they, they do have the second best odds. And 
a lot of people, um, and I and you know, whatever people want to say is what they want to say. I think no, obviously everybody always has different opinions on it, but a lot of people are really hoping for Anaheim to not get uh, the first overall pick because they only had one win. Um, within their final 16 games, and that one win did come against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are also at the bottom of the league. So do you think they threw it? I mean, again, I always want to believe that players will never purposely tank. But when you, like, I mean, Chicago did finish second last. Like, they finished one point more than Anaheim. But Anaheim's roster is... 10 times better than Chicago's. Like, Chicago had half an AHL team this year. Well, you never know. Uh, and and Anaheim's got all... Change. There's no way Anaheim should have finished lower than Chicago. There's no way. Well, Like, I get, get them did. finishing lower than, than Columbus and San Jose and Montreal. That, that does make sense. But, like... Yeah, and then Columbus um, is currently losing uh, their game. Their game's almost their last game is almost done here, so they'll finish um, in thirtieth position with the third best dots. San Jose will be uh, fourth best, and then Montreal finishes with the fifth best dots. So those are the, kind of the five teams that realistically have the best chance of of you know potentially carrying the number one overall pick. Obviously, other teams can. Potentially, it's a lot less um, odds, but anything can happen. Yeah. Imagine the one year, like, a number 10 seed gets someone like Connor Bedard. Yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, it technically, like, did kind of happen a few years ago. It was really weird because it was during the whole um, COVID year and all, and it was when uh, they were redoing the playoffs because it kind of had to cut the season short. So that's when they did, uh, you know, top to of whatever spot um, was in. And then they kind of did the play in round, but there was like six teams that were so low. They're like, you're, you know, you're done just yeah, and whatever. And then it was the Rangers who lost in their play in round actually ended moving up to the number one overall pick um, rather than it being one of the six teams that wasn't even given a chance in the playoffs. Because the Rangers did have a good team, so they, they could have gone on a deep playoff run. They just, everything went wrong for them in their playing series. So a lot of people were upset about that because Lafreniere looked like he was going to be a, a phenomenal player in the league, and the Rangers have really stunted his growth. And but especially uh, so with he, like he hasn't really line. turned into near the, the player he should be, but, yeah. but he's on a, he's on a good team. Line generational talent imagine like a capitals getting bedard yeah yeah like that would be nuts because that's a, like you know they're they're kind of at that the capitals are at that spot where you know they're kind of they're kind of right they're a bubble team there uh you, they could have snuck into the playoffs this year if a couple things didn't go the way they did um but now it's like they they do have a chance uh, to get Bedard, so then you get Bedard, and all of a sudden, you've still got Ovechkin for three, four, maybe even five more years, and just like that, you're you're instantly back into being a, a great team again. 
That'd be nuts if something like that happened, especially a year like this year. Yeah, that, yeah, that that's right the on thing, the right? Report, folks. Well, yeah, we'll 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 talk more uh, NHL draft and NHL playoffs probably in the next episode, most likely on Sunday. Um, yeah, this is just so a little too. quick yeah. hit. Reach out on Instagram and social media. Tell us what you thought of this little quick hit episode. Shorter than usual, but packed full Let's of information, folks. We never come and disappoint. Sometimes we come quick, but we never come and disappoint. Oh, Isn't that I was right, gonna Randy? say, I really hoped you were picking up on on what you did there, because I was like, I don't know if I should tell you or not, but oh, um, I always tell, folks. Thank yeah, you, you so up much for it. listening. Do you have anything more to say? Um, nope, nope, I really don't. Do you want to give him a drink, Dubby, for the road? Huh? Do you want to give him one quick drink, Dubby, for the road? Dude, Dubby is honestly actually really fantastic. Say it one more time. So, Say it with your Dubby chest. Dubby is, is very fantastic. Damn right it I, is, folks. Honestly, but that's the thing. is like I'm very... I don't know. You always just like hear stuff and you're like... What is it? But honestly, like it's actually... It is really good. So wage that war on big energy <laughs> folks. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you soon. Have a good one. Goodbye.